Hey, hey, welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you and not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something teacher and health coach who is committed to helping you realize your potential and crush your goals. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing we call life? Okay, then let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to Sweat and Reflect. I am so happy that you are here and you might be very much experiencing what I'm experiencing right now, which is how in the hell is it the end of July? When did we get here? How did we get here? I swear it was just June 23rd. Um, But You know, that is life and life, as we know, is going to throw us curveballs. So I've just been trying to breathe and remind myself that life is happening for me and not to me. And even though this month has flown by and even though this week is going to be hard or is hard for a variety of reasons, um, you know, it's. I'm taking it all in stride because that is literally all I can do. Um, Literally all I can do. You know, today is Tim's birthday, July 27th. And Thursday, the 29th is what should be our fourth wedding anniversary. So just choosing to do my best and think of him and honor him the best I can. And, uh, yeah, that's all, that's, that's all I've got for you. Um, so if you are feeling like the summer is passing you by, if you're feeling like you haven't gotten to where you wanted to be quite yet, I am 100% with you. And I think we just need to take a deep breath Remember that again, life is happening for us and figure out what we can do in this moment, the next moment, in the next hour to take back some control and enjoy the season of life that we're in. (sighs) Okay, so that is a whole topic I could get into, but um, what I do want to talk to you about today is the idea of fertility treatment, uh, more specifically freezing your eggs. And a bunch of you have reached out to me and you've asked me to chat about this. So I figured no time like the present, especially since this time last year, I was making the decision. I was committing to freezing my eggs. So let's back it on up. And I can explain to you, you know, how, how we got here. So obviously, um, my husband died May of last year and within a month of him dying, I realized that I just did not want the pressure of trying to find someone to start a family with, you know, I wanted to honor him, honor our marriage, honor where I was and where I was going in terms of my grief. And as someone who has always wanted to have a baby, I just knew I had to take 
this pressure off of myself. Otherwise, I would potentially, again, this was all just theoretically at the time, um, rush through my grief and make choices based on a biological clock. And, you know, at the time of his death at this time last year, I knew I was in no way, shape or form ready for another relationship, let alone taking care of a child. So after speaking to my doctor, I decided to explore freezing my eggs. This is something that I had never thought that I'd do um, because my timeline was so different, right? Um, The timeline I had in my head was that by now I would have had at least one child, um, ideally pregnant with my second, if not have already having already had my second. But, you know, as I say, we make plans and God laughs. So that is very much where I am not. So I digress. Um, I was recommended that I reach out to RMA, the Reproductive Medical Association of New Jersey. And luckily there was a branch in my, um, in my neck of the woods, you know, 10 minutes from my house. And I called and I said, I really want to explore this option. And they were fabulous. I immediately felt heard. I was able to explain to them why I wanted to freeze my eggs. And, you know, they brought me in for a consultation with a doctor. And my doctor, truly, truly phenomenal. Again, I felt heard. I didn't feel pressure to do anything. It was very much a conversation of honoring where I was at the time, what my goal was, and, you know, just exploring my options as I might potentially need them going forward. So I, again, made the decision to freeze my eggs based off of the idea that I did not want to rush whatever process, feelings, experiences I was going to have from this time last summer, um, July of 2020, to today and beyond, right? Um, I've really, really come to learn and understand and see firsthand through friends with um, young ones just how much more time-consuming and hard it is to be a parent. Not that I didn't realize that before, but obviously, you know, when you're just holding a little baby and you get to give that baby back, you don't think much of the larger implications of being a parent. So, I knew that I had to pump the brakes on that, but I also wanted to give myself the best chance of having a family of my own, um, if and when the time seems right. So, met with my doctor at RMA, and at this point, we decided that I needed to meet with the financial counselor um, because there was no proof at this time that I was infertile or am infertile, knock on wood. Um, 
So I had to explore my financial options and how much, you know, was I really willing to put forth financially in order to make this happen? So, you know, there, on the one hand, I was extremely lucky that 99.9% of my medications and blood work and ultrasounds were covered. Um, but the actual procedure of um, retrieving and then freezing my eggs that I had to pay out of pocket. You know, that was something to, to really think about. Was this worth the financial, not burden, but was this worth the finances? And I ultimately decided that, you know what, if I didn't do this and God forbid, you know, in let's say three to five years, I, I am able or decide I would like to start a family. How would I feel if I was not able to, um, as a result of my own body, you know, and would I then regret not having frozen younger, quote unquote, higher quality eggs. And I ultimately decided I didn't want to live with that regret. I didn't even want to put myself in that situation where I had to question this, this decision three, five, eight years down the road. Um, one of the other things that also influenced my decision in, in choosing to go through with, um, freezing my eggs was, I have friends who have and are currently experiencing infertility issues. And I ultimately decided that even if in the future I, you know, don't need these eggs that I've frozen because I am able to get pregnant on my own, I would want to donate my eggs. I would want to provide another couple, growing family with, with this gift of, of life. So I figured the worst case scenario is I am able to provide another family with, with the gift of life. So I I looked at it from, from both sides. Of course, this is a very, very, very personal decision. And it is something that you really want to think through, of course. Um, so again, for me, wanted to preserve my ability to have kids if and when I, you know, find myself in a position where I, I can really see myself taking care of a child. Um, but also, where would I go past that um, if I was able to have my own children naturally, you know, then what would I, what would I do with these eggs? Because obviously they're, they're in a freezer somewhere, um, in a lab in a freezer somewhere. Anyway, so, um, so then I had to, you know, again, get myself prepared. So going into this, this situation, um, I had to purchase the medications that I needed. And these medications are to help your follicles, so your eggs, get large enough that they can actually be retrieved by the physician. So this consists of two weeks at minimum of 
going to get blood work and having an ultrasound done every three days. Then as you get closer to your retrieval date every day, in addition to injecting yourself in your abdomen, in your stomach um, with different medications to help your follicles grow. And so if you have never spoken with someone who's gone through IVF, if you have no idea what IVF really consists of, this is the very first phase of IVF. Of course, I did not continue with the IVF process. Um, I just had my eggs retrieved and then they were put aside, um, you know, for when I, if and when I need them. So you really have to go in knowing that for, you know, two, two and a half weeks, you are going to have to change your lifestyle a little bit. Um, you cannot let your heart rate get up above, I believe it's 120, um, because you are pumping yourself, yourself with hormones. Um, you know, so if you are very active, you have to curtail your workouts. Um, you know, I wanted to make sure that I was eating as well as I could, getting a lot of fluids, um, but also sleep because you, again, with getting to the doctor to get blood work and your ultrasound done, you were, I was going there at 5, 5.30 in the morning. So it was really a time period of not doing a whole lot because I needed to commit to keeping my body well, safe, and kind of focus on what the end goal. So you real quick, learn how to get over any issues that you have with needles. Um, I was very lucky that I have a beautiful friend who would FaceTime with me when I needed to give my medication. You needed to give yourself the medication at a specific time every day. And she has gone through IVF. So she was my partner in this. And, you know, she helped give me the encouragement. She helped, you know, just kind of make sure I knew what I was doing. Um, of course, the doctors and the nurses, they they walk you through it. So you're not going in blind. But to have that support system of someone who knows you personally was was absolutely huge. So we did that. And then um, you just monitor yourself day in and day out. And you wait to get those follicles to a really good size. Um, I honestly can't even remember our, what the size was. I want to say somewhere between 12 and 17 centimeters. I could be like way off. So maybe like, let's not quote me on that. Um <laughs> But, you know, you were just really hoping and praying that not only are you getting a good number of follicles, but that they are a good size because that's what you need in order to really retrieve them. So you do all of this work, you have bruises on your belly, and you kind of feel crazy because you've got all these hormones floating through you. And then they give you your date for your retrieval and it comes up fast You've got like less than 24 hours notice really because you have a specific shot that you have to give yourself 12 hours prior to the retrieval. So again, it is this very scientific situation where you just have to be on and you can't really think about your fears. Like if this is something that you want to do, you have to go 
go with it. Um, so I would, again, really encourage you to give yourself a whole lot of space to think about this. Um, make sure that you will be in a supportive space if you choose to go through with this. And then you go in and you are whisked into the surgical area where you wait to be anesthetized. Yes. Yeah, you go under anesthesia um, and then they retrieve. And it's like a guessing game. How many eggs do they, do you think you're going to get? And, um, you know, me and some of my friends, we took, we took some bets, if you will. And, uh, we ultimately decided, um, somewhere around like 14. Um, I ended up getting, retrieving 14 eggs, which was awesome, which was a really great number. And of those 14, 12 were viable. So 12 of those eggs were, you know, a good size, um, a good shape, were perfect enough to be frozen. Um, and so if and when I ever need these, I will forever have a quote unquote perfect 32 year old egg, which is, you know, kind of the best slash latest time to freeze your eggs. Um, that's not to say that you can't freeze your eggs at a later date. But um, one thing that I learned is that the earlier you freeze your eggs, the better off you are because your eggs just become that much stronger and um, they're, they're just younger, <laughs> um, which is just a totally twisted, very bizarre way of thinking about it. But, um, you know, so I've got 12 little eggs hanging out in a freezer somewhere in New Jersey and... You know, I don't know if I'll ever need them. Um, I know that there are women who are desperately craving to have their own baby. And my heart goes out to them because I've seen some of my very best friends struggle and it is truly heartbreaking and so I know that, you know, if nothing else, I have taken a step forward to ensuring that this dream that I've had since I was very little at least has space to come to fruition if and as needed. And for me, that was the right decision. Um, now I know some of you who have reached out to me about this topic, you know, you're like, I don't even know if I want kids. You know, I, I, I don't even know if I'll ever be ready. I'm not even in a place to contemplate that yet. And to that, I'd say I would talk to your doctor and see if you can get a recommendation for a reproductive center and at least have the conversation with um, an organization like RMA they have them, I know in New York, definitely in New Jersey, um, and, and other places throughout the U.S. So I would just say educate yourself, right? There's no harm in going just through this process. You don't have to decide immediately upon meeting with a doctor if you're going to go through with this. If you have the funds to do this, um, your insurance might look very different than mine. Um, and again, because I was not using um, sperm to help freeze my eggs because that was just a whole other conversation that I was so not ready to have. Um, 
you know, my freezing process looks very different than some other people's that I, that I know. So there are various routes for you to take depending on what your comfort level is. Um, and again, I would just say, just arm yourself with information. I was really glad that I, that I did that. I spoke with my doctor, as I said, I spoke with some friends who actually used RMA. So that was huge to actually get real time, um, feedback to see what their experience was. And they all said the same thing that RMA was absolutely fabulous. Everyone from the nursing staff to the doctors, which I wholeheartedly concur with, um, agree with. And then, you know, just thinking about long term, if, you are really not sure what you want your family life to look like if you would like your family life to involve children, right? Some of us just want to have just our family with our significant other and have that space, have that freedom in in a different sense, right? Obviously, having children comes with a sense of freedom, a sense of love that is on a very different level than a sense of freedom and a sense of love with just you and a partner. Um, and so just really think about what it is that you both want. But if you're single and you just want to take off the freaking pressure, you don't know where you're going to be. You are sick of rushing things. Um, you don't want to be living out that scene from my cousin Vinny where Marissa Tomei is stomping her foot um, on the porch of their cabin in the backwoods of Alabama. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My dogs are out of control right now. Um, freeze your eggs, right? What, what else do you have to lose? But again, there are so many components. Your comfortability, your finances, your support system, right? Are you going to have someone to go through this this process with you? Because it, it, it is a lot. Um, but again, just do what works for you. Oh my gosh, these dogs are blowing up my spot right now. But you know what? This is real life. This is how we do it. Even though I'm in my closet and the door is barricaded with pillows trying to muffle the sound, this is where we're at. So... Um, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that those of you who asked to have this conversation that, you know, you got a sense of what this is all about. And if you've gone through freezing your eggs, if you've gone through IVF, if you have more questions, please reach out to me. I would absolutely love to chat with you. Um, this is a topic I find we do not talk about enough. And... It's just a shame because A, there are so many more people dealing with infertility, with choosing to freeze their eggs, with just choosing to get to know themselves before they bring a child into this world. And we need to be having these conversations. And again, just a little caveat, that is not to say that if you already have a child that you, that this doesn't apply to you, right? You are still entitled to making choices that are best for you and for your family. And knowledge is power and actually implementing that knowledge is that more impactful um, for you, for your children, for your sister, for your friend. 
you know, even for your parents who may not understand some of the the choices that you're making right now that are probably or might look very, very different um, than what they were experiencing or what they were going through at your age. So just know that wherever you are, there is space for you. You are so not alone in whatever realm that you are in. And you have a choice. You can choose to build your life however you want it to look. You have a choice to build that life on whatever foundation feels best for you. And at the end of the day, you can't go wrong. You have options. And I want you to know that. I want you to believe that. And I want you to feel secure in knowing that you've got this. No matter what choice you make, you have got this. And I have your back. So many of us have your back. And I'm here for you. We're here for you. So don't sweat the the small stuff. There is an answer out there for you. And really just take time to reflect on what works best for you, what feels good to you and what aligns with where you are right now. And if you want to talk this through, girl, I am here for you. Let's chat. But in the meantime, know that I am thinking of you. I am supporting you. And I am so grateful, as always, to be sharing this space with you. Have a fabulous, fabulous day, my friend. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you love this episode, share it with your bestie or share it on social media and tag me so I can thank you for your support. I am so grateful to share this space with you. Talk to you soon.